Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' take it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to mine? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait?
from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard theater. Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. Alright, alright, alright. You gonna learn today. Alright, alright, alright. You gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> so I'm a good morning. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHPK presents Bible Talk, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. Welcome to another episode, another class presented by the ISBHPK. Uh, my name is Mashaba. I am one of the teachers with the, the ISBHPK. That's the Israelite School of, of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. We have school locations in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, headed up by uh, the brother of Warden Iyer and Shamshua in uh, Houston, Texas, but by the brother uh, Lacro, uh, by the brother Lacro Rob, um, Norfolk, Virginia, where, where uh, the brother Kazakia and, and the brother Aria are holding things down out there, um, and then in Rochester, New York, with the brother Zion Olive. Again, shalom and welcome. Uh, welcome to our platform. If you'd like to keep up with the ISBHBK, the Israel School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. Um, you know, you can reach us on isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com. Um, that, that's, that's, that's the website that's been set up for us, um, uh, the hub, where you have uh, content information for um, uh, uh, custom creations, um, sweet ambiance, uh, and Israelware. If you want to get your, your, your jewelry game up, if you want to get your, 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 your decorations up for, for the house, for the home, or for the body, or you want to get the smell goods for the house, the home, or for the body. All that can be done right there on the, on, on the ISBHBK website with links to the various um, business ventures that we have going on. Uh, uh, Israelware, um, if you want to get your orders in for Passover, now it's time to do it. We know Passover is going to be around April 4th, uh, 3rd or 4th, which is, is it is Easter. Um, that happens to coincide this year with Easter. Uh, you want to go ahead and get get your orders in now. If you if you need to get a custom made garment uh, together, or you want to join in with with the uh, with the colors and everything that that, that we're going that we're rocking with this year, uh, you need to get to isbhpk.com dot com um, uh, and, and get to the link to Israel Wear. Uh, the 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 date for getting your order in is is, is coming up soon. You want you really want to get it in. Um, uh, that's the best, that's the best way to do it. Or, or if you're in the San Antonio area, you know, obviously go to 4444 Walsam, uh, Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, or Saturday. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, or Friday from seven to nine, or Saturday uh, morning from ten a.m. to twelve one o'clock. You want to get over there and get your orders in for your Passover gear if you're in the San Antonio area. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, um, get your get your your money together and get your get your orders in. All right. Um, uh, if you also want to get get a, uh, 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 something done up or made, uh, check out uh, EO Pure Therapy. All right, e, uh, check out EO Pure Therapy, which is located uh, uh, at the J.C. Penney Wing of Bowling Oaks Mall. Uh, there's a store there uh, headed by the Sister Quarter Shire, um, and they can also accommodate some, some of your, your Hebrew Israelite needs as well, as far as bath bombs, soaps, uh, incense. Um, uh, uh, CMOS herbs, uh, they can take care of all right there. And if you want to get a T-shirt made 
or or a scarf or anything like that, they can take some custom orders there also. So you have various ways that you can go ahead and get your 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 your, your brew gear, your brew drip, your brew swag up uh, up. Uh, the different ways you can get accommodate that to, um, through the ISBHPK. <clears throat> um, and starting probably next week, next Tuesday, uh, Tuesday evening, um, from we're looking at probably from seven to nine. You know, not, not too long from seven to nine. Uh, I'll be starting a Hebrew class. Uh, I'll be starting a Hebrew class from 7 to 9 at the uh, EO Pure Therapy Event Center for all Hebrew Israelites, no matter uh, what, what the Hebrew Israelite organization you might be, be with. If you'd like to learn the Paleo Hebrew, uh, please come through. Uh, we will be starting classes next Tuesday, uh, starting at 7. Right, next Tuesday, starting at 7 at the uh, uh, EO Pure Therapy Event Center was located at the, the Sears side of the mall of Rolling Oaks, Rolling Oaks Mall on the Sears wing of Rolling Oaks Mall uh, upstairs uh, the, the, on the second floor right next to Sears, right next to where the old Sears used to be at on, the, on that wing uh, from 7 to 9. Come check us out. We will, we will be going to uh, start Hebrew classes uh, there as well starting at 7 p.m., okay? Uh, and then also, yeah, everybody should be getting ready, February 3rd, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th is the summit, the, the 18th summit. Uh, it's going to be held in Houston, Texas, starting the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th in Houston, Texas. You want, you want to be in the place, right? You want to be in the place. All right, again, that's February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. You want to check it out. You, you, you want to be there, all right? If you're, if, you're, if you're on a business and you want to get some networking done, this is a good way to get it done. All right? If you're on a, a Hebrew Israelite business, and you want to do some networking. This is a good way to get, get, get your product out there and start, start getting uh, networking with other Hebrew Israelites from uh, across the country. You definitely, uh, this, this is a, a good opportunity for, to, to, to help you out help, as far as also helping out all Israel. So, again, the Mashra um, Yashala um, Hebrew Summit, will be, the 18th Hebrew Summit will be uh, Friday, <coughs> excuse me, Friday, February 3rd. Fourth and fifth uh, in Houston, Texas. You definitely want to check that out, all right? You definitely want to be in the place to be. You know, when it comes to that. All right, let me see here. I got the brother Gabar Kawad joining me. Hold on one second, y'all. Hold on one second, one second, one second. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Shlomak, how about Shemiah Shabbatam? To Gabar Kawad, and again to all the twelve, to the twelve tribes worldwide. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Well, Barb, what's going on, man? What's happening? I'm just uh, getting a call in. I lost track of uh, time, um, but um, I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. So. All right, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, well, I pretty much got all the announcements out the way. Um, well, let me, let me get the, the prayer list out. Um, we're asking everybody for their continued prayers and support for uh, Ma Dukes, Otherwise known as uh, Tazapa's mother, right? Um, as she's dealing with some some um, uh, some illness, I'll say it like that. She's dealing with some illnesses. Um, we, we ask that everybody in your personal prayer list, in your personal prayers, um, that you please add. Uh, I've always known her as Ma Dukes, but I believe her name is Elaine um, or Tazapa's mother. Please add her to the uh, to your prayer list. And, and tell us about what they're going through right now with, with that right now. 
that the most I might help her recover uh, from what she's going through. Um, continue prayers going out for, for my niece. Um, her name is Kiosha. Um, as y'all remember, she did have a heart transplant. She actually had to have a heart transplant. And so far, everything's going good. Um, uh, it's been about going on three months now. Yeah, she, she, she's doing strong, doing well, and it's just making sure that the uh, uh, that her body doesn't reject the actual new organ and everything. So we're asking for continued prayers for her, uh, continued prayers for for my mother-in-law as well, um, as, as she, she's, she's overcoming uh, uh, several things and, and finding several things. We're asking to send uh, prayers for her. And also for, as I got the brother, Gabar Kawa on, on the line, uh, prayers for his mother and father as well. As, as as they're going through something and, and, and recovering, that the most I might might reach down uh, with his continued grace and continued mercy, um, and might send uh, Michael Raphael to uh, come down and protect and to heal and to touch um, uh, uh, these loved ones during these times. Uh, and then we also want to, uh, keep on the prayer list uh, the brother Nate uh, from from Albuquerque, uh, who, whose son, who, whose twenty twenty year old son, just passed away recently, also last week. Uh, prayers for their family and everything as, as they're going through that tragedy um, of, of having their son come home, uh, a homecoming celebration. Um, but we also want to send a prayers for them and 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 everybody. You know, it's during these times that he said uh, uh, to watch as well as pray. That we want to make sure that that we we continue uh, in these things. That there's a lot of times that that. We get hit with these with it, with this news, and we get hit with the the, the about the, the the tragedies and and uh, and the uh, and the, which actually are the prophecies uh, from Matthew chapter twenty four about the pestilences, the diseases, the um, uh, the, the wild weather um, anomalies that are taking place, and it does affect people. And there's there there's a, a lot a lot of people being affected. Um, but one thing that Christ didn't instruct us to do was to make sure that not only are we watching these things happen in the news, happening in the world, that we should be praying as well. All right? So, so a lot of times we, uh, a lot of us get discouraged. I, I'll get discouraged, and I don't, I don't want to pray. Um, I, I, I want I, I, that the, these depression spirits, these depression thoughts will, will, will hit, and they'll, they'll make the person just really, really sink and just really want to be in a lot of despair. But this is where we, we, we have to turn to the Scriptures. We have to turn to the comfort of the Scriptures. And, and, and know that um, one in particular, uh, Romans eleven twenty five tells us that uh, all Israel will be saved. That, and again, as we're going over this topic of salvation, that eventually all Israelites will be, will be saved. Um, that when we have, I haven't gone over this class in, in a minute. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to revive it again also. Uh, going over reincarnation. That reincarnation is, is a part of the Hebrew Israelite culture. Hebrew uh, uh, reincarnation is in the Bible, but it's not called reincarnation. It's called regeneration. All right, that um, but it's it, it's, it's equivalent. It's, it, it's it's pretty much the exact same thing. That our spirits are reincarnated, but not coming back as no butterfly or no. Uh, if you step on an ant, you know that old warning you should get from way back in the day. How'd you, how how do you like if you come back in the next lifetime and you're an ant, somebody just steps on you? That's utterly ridiculous. That that's not how. That's not how, how, how this works. So you come back as a, as a as a bird or a butterfly or a tree or a a rat or something like that. No, you you come back within your genealogy. All right. That's why it's important for us to keep the law of statutes commandments of the Most High, and that we teach these law of statutes commandments to our children, um, and to our children's children. 
Because according to the, to, to the Bible, according to the, to the understanding we get about reincarnation, we do come back every three or four generations through our father's seed. All right? That's very important. It's very, very important. That, that we have, and because we have not been adhering and keep, keeping the law of such commandments on the most high throughout our, our previous generations, that's why a lot of us are suffering and, and, and are being affected by the things that we are being affected with now is because of our sins. All right? It's because of, 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 of things that we've done in the past, and we have to still make up for those things. We still have to come back and get things right. But eventually, all Israel will get this right. All Israel will eventually come back and get this right. So we'll be going over that class, obviously not, not now, um, um, but as I work into the schedule, well, we, we, that'll be one of the classes that we, that, we, um, that we do revive and bring back out. <clears throat> but if you just can't wait, you just got to really have that class. Remember, in the classes that we've done here on Blog Talk, um, you go to www.blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com. Uh, when you pull that web page up uh, on, your, on your smartphone, uh, tablet, um, uh, laptop, or desktop, as you pull that up, uh, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. That'll bring you to our, our episode page. Now, the episode pages, especially particularly on uh, www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, they have our archive shows going all the way back to February of 2010 when we first started. Um, and you can, get, you can go research, and even on the episode page, there's a search box. Type in reincarnation. And every class that we've done that has reincarnation in the title is, is there. And you can go back and, and re-listen. And, 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 and uh, if you haven't listened to it before, and just go get some understanding about reincarnation. Um, the Brother Bond has done a great class on reincarnation. Kazapa has done a great series on reincarnation. I believe even Carl Cobb has got some, um, a couple of shows on reincarnation. Uh, I myself have done several shows. It's all right there for you to go back and really check it out and get, get the in-depth um, uh, uh, scriptures and precepts and understanding of, about reincarnation, um, uh, the purpose of it, why it's there, um, and, and that it is a part of the Most High. Uh, it, it definitely is a part of the Most High. Um, it, that, that's available. And then, as you know, also, if you go to ISBHBK, um, our YouTube channels, particularly uh, Houston with the Hidden Truth, if you type in ISBHPK, ISBHPK um, on YouTube and put reincarnation, that as many times as Kazaki, Sahawam, Kwasazat, um, uh, Zainal have covered reincarnation, there's a, that's another way, even for the visual effects, of checking out um, uh, those classes as well, right? So it, it, it's all there. It's all available. Um, uh, if you've never got it or just need a, a, a refresher, um, please. That's why we put these shows out. That's why we put these shows out, whether here's on Blog Talk or whether it's our, our YouTube channels, um, from the Hidden Truth um, uh, uh, Bible Show to Five Minutes of Wisdom, to uh, uh, Hebrew Israelite uh, 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 Media Corps. Um, we, we have all these classes, have been doing it for the past 20, 30 years. But more recently, again, on Blog Talk, YouTube, there's a way to get this information, right? Do it, check it out for yourself. Not just take our words for it, but see the research that's been done. Check out the, the, the scriptures and the research that has been done to, to help prove these things that we're going through and that we're talking about. All right. So with that, uh, uh, with the brother, with the assistance of the brother Gabar Kawa, we're going to continue with the series that we're in right now. We're going to continue with the series that 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 we're doing 
And we're dealing with biblical salvation, right? Dealing with the, the series and the topic about biblical salvation. And today's class is, uh, is Saviors, Deliverers, and Judges. And now we're going to be uh, going into it concerning the fortitude of Samson. Um, and dealing with biblical salvation, brothers and sisters, I can't help stress it enough as, as we continue to go through this series. If we don't understand or have, have, have a... Um, um, uh, a look at um, what salvation what salvation was from the Old Testament and from the Apocrypha. There, there's no way we're going to have have a, a proper understanding of salvation when we look at the word salvation or being saved uh, from the New Testament. If we're only going to deal with what what it says to be saved or the concept of salvation just coming from the New Testament, um, then you 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 you're uh, your, your understanding is flawed. I, 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 I really can't put it any other way. Um, what's your understanding about what it means to be saved? What's your understanding of, of what it means uh, to receive salvation? You're really not going it, it, to, it's going to be, it's going to be incorrect. And again, like I, I've been quoting, uh, like, like the scripture does say, that faith without works is dead. Um, that with, uh, we're saved by faith and we're saved by grace. I'm, this is true. But if you don't understand that there has been salvation applied many times in the Old Testament, dealing with grace and dealing with salvation and dealing with faith, if we don't go back and research the history that's given to us in the Old Testament. Uh, matter of fact, um, I asked Brother Gabriel real quick. Can you give me Romans chapter 15, verse 4? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Romans chapter 15, verse 4. <clears throat> Romans chapter 15, and verse 4. Read. For whatever things, whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Right. So it tells you, it's telling us as, as from the New Testament. That's why we read this from the New Testament, Book of Romans, chapter fifteen, verse four. That yes, the things written aforetime were written for our learning. That the things that were that when Paul wrote this to the Romans, um, the things that were written the fourth time is talking about the Holy Scriptures. That the Scriptures, the, the the what we know as the Old Testament, including the Apocrypha, that those things are written down for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, not patience and comfort of 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 wine, of drink, of drugs, of sex, of 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 um. Uh, uh, just clubbing and dancing, um, that the patience and comfort that we're supposed to receive from the scriptures, that that's supposed to give us hope, that my hope is supposed to come from what have I learned from reading in the Old Testament? What have I learned from reading in the Apocrypha? What have I learned that the Most High made sure that it was written down? Not this concept that's been really pushed through through more modern-day religion of, of the Old Testament's done away with. 
and that now we're only living in, in the New Testament, and that the Old Testament is done away with, then why was it written? Well, here we find in the New Testament, in Romans chapter 50, verse 4, that things written aforetime, they were written for our learning, that we you patience and comfort other scriptures, that we might have hope. That if we don't go back and study the Old Testament um, and the concepts and, and, and the history that the Old Testament provides for us, I'm saying Old Testament only, because they never called it the Old Testament. It was always just the books, or the, the, the book of the law, the book of the Lord. But if we don't go back and study those things, then, then your hope, it's easy then for our hope to be dashed to pieces. It's easy then for our hope to be dried up. It's easy for my hope because I'm, we're going to wind up putting our hope in the wrong things. We're going to put our hope and our, our passion, our faith in the wrong things, and it's, it's going to get crushed. And we're going to walk away with that feeling of being crushed, uh, of being I trusted, I tried, I loved, I did do this, I, I tried that Jesus thing, I tried that, 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 that thing, and it just didn't work. But the truth of the matter is, no, we tried religion, and we tried what people told us about Jesus, but we never went back and actually studied. We have not actually went and studied the Old Testament and get the history of the Old Testament to get a grasp about what it means about salvation, to get a grasp about what it means about uh, we being saved by grace, uh, we being saved by faith. If we don't go back and study the Old Testament and see what was salvation in the Old Testament, what was the faith and grace in the Old Testament, if we don't go and study those things and actually do a real study, research, like, again, 2 Timothy 2.15 tells us, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, that we've got the word of truth, again, being what? What's been handed down to us from the Old Testament and from the Apocrypha? If we don't go in and really get a good understanding, a good base, a good foundation of those concepts and those things, then the things that we're picking up just in the New Testament, it's like if you come into a, a, a movie, halfway through the movie, and, and we're trying to understand what's going on, you, you can forget about it. You can forget about it. If, you, if you're not, if you don't catch the movie from the beginning, um, you walk away with an understanding, but it won't be what, what, the, what the actors intended. It won't be what the, the director intended. Uh, intended to come out. It won't be with, with the screenplay, um, authors, and writers. It, your understanding is going to be flawed if you start a movie halfway through the movie. Well, if you start in this book, the Bible, halfway through through the Bible, or halfway through the book, you, you really ain't going to understand. And then if you're going to try and bring in the Quran with the New Testament, oh, please, forget about it. I don't know what... You, you, you really are trying to be stay, stay lost. You really are really not trying to get any type of understanding. And if you're trying to bring in things from the Masons, you're trying to bring in some of these other books, the Pseudepigraphers, um, the Book of Enoch's and Jubilees, and, and, and the, uh, the, the, something of Ma- the Ascension of Mary, and the, um, uh, the, the Epic of, of, of whoever, please. It's going to be a lot of confusion. And you really are not going to get the understanding about what, what the purpose of, of Christ is about, what he's doing, and what we're really dealing with. And what, what should we as Hebrew Israelites be focused on when it comes to dealing with salvation? So from there, bro, let's go to uh, um, uh, yeah, 2 Timothy 2.15. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. 3.15, 3.15, 3.15. 
2 Timothy chapter and verse 15. Read, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And again, trying to reiterate this, 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 the point. The scriptures are able to make us wise unto salvation. If we don't know the Holy Scriptures, which at this particular time that Paul wrote this to Timothy, the only scriptures available was the what we call today the Old Testament and the Apocrypha. If we don't if we don't know these things, you really cannot have a proper faith in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus. It's not going to be there. If we don't go study again salvation as as, as it occurred in the Old Testament. In the apocrypha, if we don't go and study those things and get a hold of that history, you really do not have faith in Christ Jesus. You really don't know what you're worshiping. You really don't know what you're saying. You really don't know what you're looking for. If you don't go back and, and, and we have the Holy Scriptures, if we don't have the, old, the history that's provided to us in the Old Testament, if you come back and just thinking that now Christ came back to do away with the Old Testament, you're, then if if you're doing with the, if we do away with the Old Testament, you're doing away with the whole purpose of Christ, right? Christ didn't come to do away with the Old Testament because it's all pointing towards Him. And again, in dealing with the salvation of 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 the Israelites, dealing with the salvation of sinners. From there, on, let's get first First Timothy. Now we were just in in, in Second Timothy. Let's get First Timothy, chapter one and verse fifteen. Let's get First Timothy chapter one and verse fifteen. First uh, Timothy chapter one and verse fifteen reads, "This is a faithful saying and worthy of all exception, acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, who of I am chief." No doubt, we know that Christ came into the world to save sinners. Yes. He came into the world to save sinners. I agree with that statement 100%. This is true. But again, if we don't know the Holy Scriptures, the Old Testament, if we don't understand and know the Apocrypha, then we're not going to really understand what this saying means, that Christ came into the world to save sinners. It, we're not going to really understand. Matter of fact, Let's get 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. The book of 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4. If we don't even understand what sin is, then how can we really understand what Christ is coming to save sinners from? Or who are the sinners? If we don't understand these basic concepts, which a lot of people don't, but they're willing to, 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 to go to any extreme trying to prove their point, without having really any knowledge, understanding, or foundation based on the Old Testament or the Apocrypha. So um, uh, 1, John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Yes, sir. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4 reads, Whoever committed sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. So it tells us right here, I mean, this here is defining what sin is. Sin is when we break God's law. Sin is when, when we break God's law. No different than uh, in, in, in America today, 
If you break any of the laws of America, you're called a criminal. That's the label that you have achieved when you break the laws of America. The Constitution that's been established, the laws of the states and the cities in America, if you break any of those laws, you're a criminal. Right? Well, in the Bible, when we break God's law, you're not called a criminal. To break God's law makes you a sinner. Right? That's what makes us sinners. So now when we read 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, I'll read that. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. So a sinner is who? What? What makes, what makes a sin? Uh, Brother Gabarkawa, 1 John 3 and 4. Yes, sir. Whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Because sin is the transgression of the law. The only way you can be a sinner is if you break God's law. That's the only way you can be a sinner. Matter of fact, what is that scripture? Uh, that is Romans. Um, where there's no law, there's no transgression. Romans chapter 4, verse 15. Romans chapter 4, verse 15. Romans chapter 4 and verse 15. Yes, sir. Romans chapter 4 and verse 15 reads, Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. If it says where no law is, there is no transgression. So if you were never given the law, you can't be guilty of breaking the law. You can't be, and then you can't be, be held as a sinner. All right? The only way you can be a sinner is if the, you were given the law, you broke God's law, now that makes you a sinner. All right? Now, there was only one people God gave his law to. If, if we can please get Psalm 147, verse 19 and 20. If we can get Psalm 147, verse 19 and 20. Yes, sir. Psalm chapter 147, verses 19 and 20, reads, He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation, and as far and as for his judgment, they have not known them. So God never gave his law to any nation but the Israelites. When the Israelites came out of Egypt, when we came out of Egypt and we got to Mount Sinai, that's when God gave the Israelites his law. Now, the other people here, yes, other people heard it. But who was it directed to and meant for? The Israelites. All right? Who was the covenant made with? The Israelites. They were the only ones that, they were the ones who got God's law. That's what it was purposed for. So the only, the only people then who could be sinners are the Israelites. And how did, how did the Israelites become sinners? They, they are the only ones that broke God's law. The Israelites are the only ones who have broken God's law. From there, let's get uh, Nehemiah, chapter 9. 
We're going to read verses 26 to 27. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 26 to 27. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, oh. These are some of my old rusty, rusty knives right here. Um, Psalms. Seven, eight, and five. Psalms chapter seven, eight, verse five. Psalms chapter 78 and verse 5 reads, For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. So God, again, only gave his law to the Israelites. He never gave his law to anyone else, to anybody else. He established a law in Israel. He only gave his law, statute, judgments to the nation of Israel. And he has not dealt with any other nation. Not the way that he's dealt with the Israelites and giving the Israelites his law. So, again, the Israelites are the only ones that could be sinners. Now let's get Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 26 to 27. Yes, sir. Nehemiah. <clears throat> Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 27. 26, 26. Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 26 reads, Nevertheless, they were disobedient and rebelled against thee, and cast thy law behind their back, and slew thy prophets, which testified against them to turn them to thee, Can we read that one more time? Can we read that verse one more time? Yes, sir. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 26, and it reads, Nevertheless, they were disobedient and rebelled against thee and cast thy law behind their back. So what did the Israelites do? The Israelites cast the law behind our backs. The law that God gave us to the Israelites, the Israelites, cast God's law behind their backs. That's what we did. That's what the Israelites did. Reading on from there, from that point right there. And slew thy prophets, which testified against them to turn them to thee. And they wrought great provocation. And the Israelites that were given God's law, we, we, we provoked God to great anger by casting God's law behind our backs. Reading on. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 27, it says, it reads, Therefore thou deliveredest them into the hand of their enemies who vexed them. And so because the Israelites, we cast God's law behind our backs, God delivered the Israelites into the hand of our enemies. Once we were delivered into the hand of our enemies, we talk about slavery talking about oppression, talking about bondage, captivity. It says our enemies did what? They vexed us. Who vexed them, reading on, 
and in the time of their trouble, when they, when they cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven. And according to thy manifold mercies, thou gave them, gavest them saviors who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. And we're going to look at Old, Test, at Old Testament history. And we're going to look at Old Testament and apocryphal, apocryphal history. We see that this is true. That the Israelites have cast God's law behind our backs many times. The Israelites have been sinning against God many times. Because the Israelites are the only people who can be sinners against God. Because we were the only nation that God gave his laws to. And then we, the Israelites, kept casting God's law behind our backs and doing evil and, 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 and not following the laws that he gave us. And in so doing, we were delivered to captivity, slavery, bondage many times. But then while in that slavery, bondage, captivity, we came together as the nation of Israel we confessed our sins, the laws that we did break, what we was doing wrong in the eyes of God. We as a nation confessed that. God, the Lord God Almighty, would send saviors, plural, who would save us out of the hand of our enemies. As we're reading now in the book of Judges, as we're reading now in the book of Judges, we understand and know that the first savior that God used to bring the Israelites out of slavery, out of captivity, out of the hand of those who hated us was with Moses and the Israelites coming out from under the Egyptians. But if from us coming out from the hand of the Egyptians, um, eventually uh, coming through the Red Sea, coming through uh, the wilderness for, for, for 40 years, we finally came into the conquest of the promised land. But Joshua led us into the conquest of the promised land. Upon getting into the promised land and, and conquering the promised land, that from that time, after Joshua, we, we committed a lot of sins. We, we, we broke God's laws continually. And then we got put in captivity continually. And God had to raise up different saviors to deliver us at different times. From going back through, through, through Judges, from Othniel to Ehud to... Uh, uh man, let me pull it real quick. I I, I had it memorized, but, but my, my mind just had a, had a, a brain meltdown. But I got it right here. I got it right here. I'm yes, sorry, you said something. Yeah, I was uh you know uh, adding to your list of uh, uh actually what we went over yesterday, which was uh, Jephthah. Well, right, right. But from, from the beginning of Judges, from the very beginning of Judges, we had Othniel. Othniel um, delivers, delivers from the uh, Mesopotamians from a, uh, let me see here. He delivers from an eight-year captivity under the Mesopotamians. And then Ehud delivers from a, an 18-year captivity under the Moabites. Uh, then we have uh, Barak and Deborah, who delivered us from a 20-year captivity from the Canaanites. Then we have uh, Gideon, who is Jerubbabel, who delivered us from a seven-year captivity from the Midianites. 
Give me a uh, Jephthah, who delivered us from an 18-year captivity from the Ammonites. That we have been, the Israelites have been in, in many captivities because of our sin. But there were some actions. There are some things that we had to do in faith to be delivered from these captivities, from, from the hand of our enemy, from the people who afflicted and, and vexed us. There were things that we had to do. There was a faith that we had to show. First off, we had to gather back together as Israelites. That's the first thing we had to do. Then we had to confess our sins to the Almighty, to the Father, to God, of what sins and what wrongs we have been doing. As individuals within the nation, this is what we had to confess to our God. Then we had to ask our God for forgiveness for our sins and to send a Savior. And that's when the Lord sent, this that we read in Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 27, there were saviors, often uh, Moses, often Ehud, Shamgar, Barak, Deborah, Gideon, Jephthah, and now we're about to get into Samson. That, that the nation of Israel had received several different saviors to save us from the hand of our enemies because of our sin, because of our behavior, because we kept breaking God's law. Now we're going to get the, 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 the deliverer, the, the judge, the deliverer, the savior, whose name happens to be Samson. This is what we're going to go into now. Again, just in dealing with biblical salvation, that the Israelites repeatedly needed salvation because we repeatedly get, we were repeatedly put into captivity. We were repeatedly put into uh, 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 slavery, captivity, because we kept sinning against our God, against the laws of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that we received on Mount Sinai in that 40-year journey in the wilderness. We as a nation kept sinning. It wasn't about the individual being saved, like what your modern churches have got us believing and modern religion have us believing, that I, what I got to do for I, to, for me, is about me, what, about what, how am I going to make it? Man, you, 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 until we as a nation of Israel gather together, and then we as a nation of Israel, each of us as Israelites, confess the wrongs that we've been doing, not the wrongs that others have been doing. We confess the wrongs that we have been doing. Then we ask for forgiveness, and then we ask for the Most High Sinner Savior. If those steps ain't followed, from a God who likes things done decently and in order, we're going to continue to suffer, be afflicted, be vexed. It's going to continue until... Actually, most of his mercy and his grace, he's looking for 144,000 men that are going to man up, come together as Israelites, confess our sins, the things that we have been doing wrong against God, against the Most High. Then that's when Christ, is going to, Christ Jesus is going to finally appear like God sent saviors in the past and now save the nation of Israel. But, and I'm getting to Christ. We're getting through Samson. 
We're going to get to Christ. We're about to get to Christ and, 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 and proving that this is what we're waiting for. This is what the nation of Israel is looking for, waiting for, been looking for. It's for finally Jesus Christ to make his appearance. But Jesus Christ only come to save sinners. He's only come to save the sinners who are the Israelites, who now come together and confess the wrong that we have been doing. That, no, we're not the victims. We deserve everything that, that, that we've had coming to us. Because now we have the history of the judges. We have the history of the Old Testament to see how, how our people have kept been doing wrong to the Most High. And the Most High has kept giving, extending mercy, extending grace. And we've always spit in his face with it. And we've always turned to our own thoughts, our own imaginations, our own suspicions, our own superstitions, our own everything else, and not being true to our God. So finally, he had to bring us to the hand of, the, the, of these Americans, these colonizers, to where they, had, they even had to take away our nationality. The one thing we can read about in the book of Judges and all the captivities and slavery that we went through, whether it was Moses, Othniel, Ehud, Shamgar, Barak, Deborah, Gideon, Jephthah, or as we were going over yesterday, Abaddon, um, uh, Ibzon, and who was it? Abdon, uh, Abdon, Ibzon, uh, and um, the the ones that Josephus said had really done nothing remarkable. Right. Um, let's see. That was Abdon, the son of Pyrathon. So it was uh, Ibzon and uh, I got it. Elon. Yeah, Ibzon, Elon, and Abdon. Uh, forgive me for not remembering their names. It has lingered. But we've had, the, the point still being, the nation of Israel has had many, and we needed many saviors because we were put in captivity and we were put in slavery many times because of our sins, because we kept breaking God's law. But the steps that we would take as Israelites, we first had to come together as Israelites. We had to put down the, 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 the stupid things that we learned from the nations, come back together as Israelites, and that was the one thing that, that in each of the, the, with each of those judges, we still knew we were Israelites. We knew we were Israelites and that we were doing wrong. With this, <coughs> this captivity we've been in now, <coughs> this captivity that we've been in now, not only, I mean, did they strip us from knowing that we were Israelites, they called themselves the Israelites as far as these white Jewish people as far as not putting themselves up as the, the original Christian. They, stri- they, they cut us off 
from even being able to come back and confess to our God what we've done wrong in order to be saved. There's going to be some repercussions behind that, but this now is about now that we're waking up back up to the fact that we're the Israelites, we got to take a look at our history. we got to get an understanding about that. And, yeah, there's steps we got to take. And if not, we're going to continue to, continue to be vexed and afflicted. We're going to continue to be going, uh, uh, be going through these trials, these tribulations, these persecutions because we refuse to follow the steps. A lot of us Israelites, you know, we come to the knowledge and we, we're joyful that we find out we're Israelites. But now in doing the parts of repentance, and doing those parts of actually repenting, actually feeling sorrow for what we've done against God, a lot of, a lot of us don't get to that, to that level. A lot of us don't get to that. We, 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 just, we just, okay, I can't eat pork no more. All right, cool. I won't eat a pork. But it won't be done with a, a sense of sorrow that I owe God. It won't be with a sense of sorrow that, damn, this whole time, me and my family have been eating pork, and we really thought it was, it was, it was okay. But, damn, we were sinning against you the whole time? That for, for, for these traditions to be given to us, that's what got you pissed off with us in the first place? And, and, and now, okay, cool. So I, I read the Bible, I found out I ain't supposed to report. But there, there'd be this thing about us as Israelites as we come to this knowledge of who we are. We, we, we get almost more pissed off, like, all I'm being told is what I can't do. I don't even know if I really like business if I really am an Israelite because I, the things, why is it that the things I like, I can't do no more? And we, we come into this, this thing with a sense of victimhood, like, so I just can't just do nothing things I like no more, huh? So I just can't eat what I want to like eating no more, huh? I know, I know, I'm wrong. I know, I know, I'm evil. But it won't be with a sense of damn. I've learned these things and I've been doing these and I've taught and pushed these things and they've been wrong. I've been going against God. I've been going against Christ. It won't be from that sense of, 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 of repentance. It's almost more like a sense of anger. Like, what do you mean I can't smoke no more? What do you mean I can't go out on Friday nights no more? What do you mean I can't, 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 uh, uh, I can't do what I want to do? What do you mean I have to do this? I have to do that. I don't want to be told what to do. We come up with a sense of anger. So the only way God's going to forgive me, if I got to do this, I got to do that, I don't want to do that. We really come at this like, like, like with the total raw mindset. Not from a sense of, of sorrow and repentance. That damn, I've been doing wrong. The people I looked up to in the eyes of God were wrong. I've been pushing, well, I believed in things that are wrong, and I believed in it. I've been doing wrong, and I owe God. It don't come from a sense of, of, of that, that we owe. We still have this, this, this real bratish type of behavior that we're owed something. 
180 degrees opposite of what it means to actually repent, to feel that sorrow that, no, I'm never going to do this again because I, how, how bad I feel I went against God. That because of our sins, Christ had to die. He had to shed his blood. He was tortured because of how hard-headed and stubborn we are as a people to want to keep doing our own damn thing. And then because of modern religion, <coughs> we really will take on this, this mindset of, of, well, Christ is supposed to die. He's supposed to go through that. Uh, he was supposed to die and shed his blood and go through that. Uh, and, now, and, now, and, and now the Old Testament is the other way where it says Christ died, so I keep doing what I want to do. I can keep going ahead and just living my life because I'm owed something. We really got it twisted, brothers and sisters. We really, really do. All right. So uh, moving on with the class. Let me check my time, my time here. Moving on with the class. We're going to go to – cool, cool, cool. We're running on time. We're good. We're good. Right, we're going to go to uh, Judges chapter 13. We're going to go to Judges chapter 13, but I'm going to read this part right here first. As, as you still get Judges chapter 13, I'm going to start verse 1. What I'm going to read from, brothers and sisters, right now is from the Matthew Henry Concise Commentary. All right? Matthew Henry's Concise Commentary. Matthew Henry was a um, – you can go look, look at who Matthew Henry was, but he was a, um, a, a church uh, scholar, all right, who, who, who dedicated his life to studying the Bible and, and putting together historical references and stuff in the Bible, all right, um, back in the uh, – I believe it was the early 1800s. But I'm going to read his commentary first in dealing with Judges chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, and then we're going to come back and read Judges chapter 13. But let me go ahead and read this now. And again, I'm reading from the Matthew Henry Concise Commentary. Uh, all right, the Matthew Henry Concise Commentary on the Bible. This is how it starts off. Israel did evil. I, I'm, I wanted that to read that and let it sink in because this is what we 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 always want to put ourselves as we're the victims. And that all throughout history, we've just been the most righteous, the most wholesome, the most virtuous uh, kings and queens, and and all, that we we were just so innocent. We were just running through meadows, chasing butterflies, and 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 maybe doing some fishing. We weren't trying to harm nobody. We weren't doing anything wrong. And then here comes the evil white man, rah 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 rah, rah and and just. Got us in slavery and bought us in slave ships, uh, stripped us naked, gave us alligator bait, and fed us to the wolves. Not quite. Not quite. Israel did evil. Then God delivered them again into the hands of the Philistines. We take on this mentality that we have never done nothing wrong, that all I'm doing is what comes right to my mind. All I'm ever doing is what feels good to me. I don't see what's wrong with it, but when, it's like 
when Paul gave us Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, and he says that we're going to reap what we sow. What we put out, we're going to, and what, what the, uh, the Chinese world calls karma, we never want to deal with a concept. We always want to be, I'm the victim. It's never that, I, that I've been doing wrong in the eyes of God. It's never that. It's I was just living my life. I was just doing me. And this happened to me for no reason. No, no. There's a cause and effect to everything. There is a cause and effect. Because, because we did this, this is the effect that we started. So, again, I'm reading from the Matthew Henry Concise Commentary for Judges chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. Israel did evil. Colon. Then God delivered them again into the hands of the Philistines. When Israel was in this distress, Samson was born. His parents had been long childless. Many eminent persons were born of such, of such mothers. Mercies long waited for often proved signal, often proved signal mercies, and by them others may be encouraged to continue their hope in God's mercy. Yeah, this is about hoping in God's mercy, but there's things we have to do first. The angel uh, notices her affliction. God often sends comfort to his people very seasonably when they feel their troubles most, when they feel their troubles most. When, like, like, like Solomon told us, humility before honor. But like Solomon also told us, pride goes before destruction. And a haughty spirit before a fall. When are we going to get tired of getting our butts whooped? Our butts kicked? Spiritually, mentally, and physically? Until we're going to acknowledge the wrong we've been doing against God. The evil that we did to put ourselves in the situation. Reading on, it says, this deliverer of Israel, I'm reading on with the commentary. It says, this deliverer of Israel must be devoted to God. Manoah's wife was satisfied that the messenger was of God. She gave her husband a particular account, both on the promise uh, and of the precepts. Husbands and wives should tell each other their experiences of, communi of communication with God and their improvements in acquaintance with him, that they may help each other in, in the way that is holy. That, that's his commentary. But the part I'm going to focus on, which is true, which is true, even for what he said, but the first part, Israel did evil. Then the Most High delivered us into the hand of, of, of the Philistines for our punishment again. To run out, there, there was a cause, a need for a deliverer to be to be risen up. But we had to wait till the affliction got so bad that we finally had to pray to the Most High to help us, to forgive us first, 
after we confessed what we have been doing wrong. Not, God, you're supposed to know everything. You don't see what I'm going through? God, you're omnipotent. Yeah, he is. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's all-seeing. He's all everywhere. And he sees the evil we've been doing first. I don't need to pray to God. God, God knows what's, what's going on. God knows that. You're damn right. God knows what's going on, and he knows what's happening. He saw us be, start the shit. We started it. We turned against him. So he sent our enemies against us. And he's waiting for us to finally get tired of getting, getting beat down to where now we're finally going to confess the wrong we've been doing. Then once that's done, as we, we have the whole book of Judges to testify to us about. Whenever Israel did wrong, we were given to our enemies who afflicted us, who vexed us, who were killing us, who was doing everything to us until we finally let go of our pride, finally let go of our arrogance, finally let go of our haughtiness, finally let go of being the victim, confess to our God what we have been doing. Remember how the scripture says, everything done in the dark shall come to light? That comes with confession. Are we going to go ahead and confess what it is we've been doing? What we did? Are we going to confess that? Or be like, no, nah, God knows. I ain't going to say nothing. All right, cool. Stay afflicted then. We have a whole history of the Old Testament to, to let us know that that don't work. Mom's the word. I'm going to take this to my grave. All right, cool. From your words and your heart to God's ears, you're going to take it to your grave. You're right. Cool. We could be saved. We could be saved. But we don't want to follow the steps, the order that God's laid down. And then we have the Old Testament. We have the history of the Old Testament to see what has happened. When did God deliver the Israelites? from the people who were killing them, vexing them, afflicting them, persecuting them, making the Israelites to suffer because of our sins. God did it. God did it. The Father did it. The Most High did it. And we stayed in those conditions until we, as a nation, confessed. We're not even going to even jump into Leviticus chapter 26. Oh, Lord. Oh, good Lord. I know if I go there. Oh, shit. Leviticus 26. He tells us that he would have to punish us by, by, by increments. And, and the punishment had to get worse and worse and worse and worse by sevens. Because that's how hard-headed, how stubborn, and how rebellious, and how much of a victim we want to claim that we are. To where he said, cool, if you still, if I do this to y'all, when I do this to y'all, and y'all are still hard-headed, then I got to increase it seven times more. Now, after I've increased it seven times more, and you still want to act like you're acting, then I'm going to increase it seven times more. And then I'm going to come back and see, if you're still on your BS, I'm going to increase that even seven times more. 
until, and this is what it literally says in Leviticus chapter 26, until I've broken the pride of your power. Until I finally broke you for whatever it is that you got, is giving you power to think you got pride, until finally that gets broken, and then we confess that we have been doing wrong. And that whoever it is we've been looking up to, whatever it is we're following, whatever we got going on, that it's all been wrong in the eyes of God. Then he says he will remember the covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Then he'll remember the land. Then he'll bring us home. Then he'll deliver us. But until then, y'all stay in y'all in y'all filth. Stay there. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. We ain't ready. So let's let's read some more of this good old history. Let's read some more of this good old history. Judges <coughs> chapter thirteen, we're starting at verse one. Uh, Brother Gabar Kawai, Judges chapter thirteen, starting at verse one. Yes, sir. Judges chapter thirteen and starting at verse one reads, "And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord." I'm sorry. <laughs> we did evil what? Again in the sight of the Lord. Brother Gabarkabal, what the? I, I'm not gonna cuss. I know I, I, a few slipped already. What does again mean? It means you repeat. It's like wash and repeat. <laughs> you repeated evil again. And it says we and we did evil again where? In the sight of the Lord. According to how God looks at it. According to God's, the Lord's sight, let me say it right, according to the Lord, according to his sight, we keep doing evil according to how he looks at it. But we are forever trying to be like those jailhouse lawyers, trying to find the loopholes and trying to get God to see it the way we look at it. Trying to get everybody and God to look and see. If you just look at the, through my eyes, God, you will see how I didn't have a choice. You'll see that it's really not that bad. Hell, God, if you just look at it for once through my eyes, you might see that it's actually kind of good. We refuse to look at it through God's eyes. We're forever pushing how we look at it, how we feel about it. It's never about God's judgment. It's never about God's opinion of how he feels about it. It's us steadily crying and protesting about how we don't feel like what we're doing is that bad. I don't see how, so I'm not as bad as other people. I'm not as bad as this. I'm not as bad as that. Why are you getting so mad at me? Ain't no one perfect. I'm only human. Why is this continuing to happen to me again? Well, maybe again, we keep doing evil in the sight of the Lord. Now, we keep doing evil according to how he looks at things. Not how we feel about it. Not how our parents feel about it. Not how my friends feel about it. Not how uh, the, I'm in this fraternity, how this fraternity looks about, feels about it. Not how um, uh, the corporate job I have 
that a corporate in the corporate world to operate this way is okay in the corporate world. That might be the corporate world. That's not how God looks at it. That might be how you deal with it at a university level or the college level. But that's not how God looks at it. God looks at what's going on is evil. Well, I'm from the streets. And this is how the streets do it. Okay, cool. From the streets. Guess what? God looks at it. It's still evil. According to God. According to the Lord's sight, it's still wrong. So we have Judges chapter 13, verse 1, that the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. Semicolon. Reading on, sir. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the the Philistines 40 years. Here we go for another 40-year captivity, another 40-year slavery, because we did evil in the sight of the Lord again. Reading on. Judges chapter 13 and verse 2 reads, And there was a certain man of Zerah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God. Very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told he me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and now drink no wine nor strong drink, neither eat any unclean things, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah... Uh, what verse are we in? What verse are we in? We are in Judges chapter 13 and verse 8. Go ahead. Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, O my Lord, let the man of God, which thou didst send, come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah. And the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. And the woman made haste and ran and showed her husband and said unto him, Behold, the man hath appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said unto him, Art thou the man that spakest unto the woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now let thy words come to pass, 
How shall we order the child, and how shall we do unto him? And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Of all that I said unto the woman, let her beware. She may not eat of anything that cometh of the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, nor eat any unclean thing. All that I have commanded her, let her observe. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee until we shall have made ready a kid for thee. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Though thou detain me, I will not eat of thy bread. And if thou wilt offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. For Manoah knew not that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name, that when thy sayings come to pass, we may do thee honor? And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Why askest thou thus after my name, seeing it is a secret? So Manoah took a kid with a meat offering and offered it upon a rock unto the Lord, and the angel did wondrously. And Manoah and his wife looked on, for it came to pass when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar, that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manoah and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. But the angel of the Lord did no more appear to Manoah and to his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto his wife, we shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said unto him, If the Lord were pleased to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a meat offering at our hand. Neither would he have showed us all these things, nor would as at this time have told us such things as these. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So... I want to add to this here. There's a, there's a lot that went on went on there. We have uh, the Israelites in captivity under the Philistines for 40 years. Um, we've been afflicted. We, we, it didn't actually say it here, but we prayed to the Most High, and now the Most High is sending a deliverer who's going to be Samson. Samson's mother and father, uh, the father's name is Manoah. We never get the mother's name. Um, and an angel appears to uh, to Samson's mother and is it, it, directed that she shall become a Nazarite because her, her, her baby, not her baby, the child that's going to be born um, is going to be a Nazarite from birth. And uh, part of her prenatal care, <laughs> part of her prenatal care is going to be that you ain't going to drink no wine or drink either, that, that this, this child is going to be special. All right. So this, 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 this was the, the, the yes, Prenatal care was was, was uh, instituted at this at this particular time. Um, so uh, Manoah's wife comes back and tells him um, uh, what was said. We're gonna find out that Manoah was a very jealous ass dude. I'm, I'm gonna say it like that. He was very jealous because if, if we read and read what we just read here in Judges, it would seem like the the angel was kind of being like standoffish, like standoffish. Well, as we come back now and read the, the Josephus, we will find out that no, Manoah was, 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 again, Manoah was the one that was setting things off in an ill vibe because Manoah was jealous. 
So Manoah's thinking that this dude is just trying to get with his woman. He ain't put, he really ain't put it together yet. He, he's suspicious. <laughs> I think I'm going to say that. Ain't that suspicious? Don't you find that suspicious? It might be on YouTube, but I'm not seeing it on TikTok. That this, that Manoah was very extra critical, suspicious. So as Manoah's trying to do these things, he wasn't doing it out of just a pure heart, a pure mind, coming from a sense of pureness. No, he was suspicious. That's what the angel was kind of like, like kept him, kept him at like a kind of an arm's distance. Like, well, what you need to know my name for? <laughs> you, you don't need to know my name. Don't you see the secret? Um, uh, but, but can you tell me what, what, what is it that she's supposed to do so I can make sure that, you know, it's being done right? Well, everything I told her, she, 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 I told her already. Everything I told her, she needs, she needs, she needs to do. <laughs> this is guy. This, this we're gonna find out. This was getting Manoah hot. That he just knew that somebody was trying to get with this woman. He just that that that's all he had in his head until the 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 the, the offer was was set up, and that's what we're going to read about right now. So let's go to antiquities of the Jews. All right, uh, the the Flavius the, the Josephus. All right, back in the Josephus, we're going to the Antiquities of the Jews. We're going to go to Book 5, Chapter 8. Antiquities of the Jews, Book 5, Chapter 8. And, and we're going to start at, at uh, uh, Paragraph 1. Uh, Brother Gabarquad, do you have that? Yes, sir. All right, cool. Cool. And you, you can read the title also. Um, this is a... The antiquity, well, actually, we already went through that. Uh, chapter 8, Concerning the Fortitude of Samson and What Mischiefs or Mischiefs He Brought Upon the Philistines. Uh, paragraph 1. In 1168, after Abdon was dead, the Philistines overcame the Israelites and received a tribute them for 40 years from which distressed they were delivered after this manner. There was one Manoah, a person of such great virtue that he had few men his equals. And with dispute, the principal person of his country. So when it says a virtue, this meaning not that he was virtuous as far as the, the, the qualities of God. He was one of the richest men of, of, the, of the country of the Danites. He had a lot, a lot of wealth. He, 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 was, he, was, he, was, he was set up. Grant? And without dispute, the principal person of his country. He had a wife celebrated for her beauty and excelling her contemporaries. He had no children and being uneasy at his want of posterity. He entreated God to give them seed of their own bodies to succeed them. And with that intent, he came constantly into the suburbs together with his wife which suburbs were in the Great Plain. So now, that, that's, why I said, when, that's why I said when I said that this guy had a, a, a lot of virtue, that they weren't talking about virtue as far as, 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 uh, as, far as um, uh, the good qualities. This dude was wealthy to where he had, he had different houses, to where they had a house in the suburbs, to where they kept going. They, they was traveling to their different houses. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Todd, which suburbs were in the Great Plain. Now, he was fond of his wife to the degree of madness. And on that account was unmeasurably jealous of her. Unmeasurably jealous of her. Go ahead. Now, when his wife was once alone, an apparition was seen by her. It was an angel of God and resembled a young man, beautiful and tall, and brought her the good news. She should have a son born to God, born by God's providence that should be a goodly child of great strength, by whom, when he was grown up to man's estate, the Philistines should be afflicted. He exhorted her also not to poil his hair, pull his hair, and that he should avoid all other <clears throat> kinds of drink, for so had God commanded, and it be entirely con contented with water. So the angel, when he had delivered that message, went his way, his coming having been by the will of God. <clears throat> all right, cool. So I think all oh, that's pretty much self-explanatory. Go ahead. About in 1200, now the wife informed her husband when he came home of what, of what the angel had said, who showed so great an admiration of the beauty and tallness of the young man that had appeared to her, that her husband was astonished and out of himself for jealousy and such suspicions are as are excited by that passion. It, this dude, this angel must have been so good looking, and she she's talking about how she, she's talking about how good looking this dude was. That's got Manoa on his. <laughs> Manoa's ready to lose it. You know, this, 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 these, these events that we read about in, in, in the Bible and these events that we read about in, in, in the history, one thing I I'm, I'm, I'm really can't wait to, to experience, and I believe that, that that's going to happen to us, is being able to go back, like, just like, you know, um, here in, in today's world, in the world that we live in, we, 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 uh, we take selfies and we take pictures to remember events, right? Um, even as far as, you know, VHS tapes, and we, we keep DVDs uh, so we can remember and we can record events so we can come back and we can replay them to try and relive the, 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 the joy or, or, or the event that, that took place. Uh, we know in the history before us that before the advent so much of, uh, of cameras or, or selfies or VHS tapes or whatever, that people painted pictures to capture events, that before the, the invention of the camera was made, that uh, uh, there'd be paintings done uh, to, to capture an event, remember an event or what have you. Well, if this is what man can come up with to remember an event, to relive an event or what have you, I can only imagine, and, and, and again, this is just me coming off, off the top of the head, top of the head. This ain't nothing I can actually go back and re read in the scriptures. But I can only imagine that God's glory being so much more excellent and higher and better and excelling what man can come up with 
that we can watch movies and 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 uh, with with, with uh, computer generated images uh, that really take us there to go back and relive uh, to go back and relive uh, certain events and moments that happen in history. That we have the ability to like time travel and actually go back and witness these things happening. That, that that's that's what I really. Um, uh, it's going to be on my bucket list in the kingdom to, to re- actually be able to come back and time travel. And obviously we can't interfere with time. We can't interfere with what's going on. But actually come back and actually look and see <laughs> these things are going on. To, to see the look on Manoah's face as all this, this th- is taking place. I mean, yeah, that 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 would be great to see. You know, I'm I'm curious to you know to I mean, it it, it does uh, stir a, a curiosity. Of he must have been I mean so good looking that the the jealousy is is unreasonable, unmeasurable. Right. Right. <laughs> You know, because I get jealous, like, you know, confessing, like, you you know, I've been jealous and, you know, an angel of the Lord in in the the appearance, you know, that 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 would be, I'm I'm curious, I'm, I'm I'm intrigued, and, you know, in other words, to, 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 it, it would be great to see that, to, to see the look on his face, and you know when when he when he first looked at the at the angel of the, of the Most High, or just to hear this her 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 retelling what the the whole right. the whole story. But if we tell the story, she 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 talks she talks a little bit too long about how good looking the angel is. <laughs> Yeah. What she said earlier, he was flying. Was he? Was he flying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing him trying to like contain himself, like 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 just seeing his eyes just wiggling, they're just <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I, I, look, yeah, I, I, this ain't the only thing I want to go. I, I want to see. I want to actually go see Moses when he first approaches Pharaoh. I want to go back and see what actually happened in the garden. I want to go back and see when the Most High told the angels that to be light. I want to go back and be able to witness all these things. I, I've not, not 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 just the the the, <laughs> the idiosyncrasies that, that 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 we carry as people, but I do. <laughs> I want, this is one of the things I, I, I really do want to see. I want to see like when when um <laughs> when Saul was chasing David <laughs> around the mountain. I want I, I want to see that. I, 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 I want to see uh, I want I want to see what was it like at the Red Sea um, and what was going on. And for the first person to step down into the Red Sea. I want to go back and see that. I want. I want to go back and relive that. I want to go back and check that out. I want to go back and see what it was like when when um, uh, Solomon dedicated the temple. 
I want to go back and look at, at Elijah to, uh, dealing with the, the, the 50 priests of, the, of, of, of Baal. I want to go see these things. I want to be able to, like I said, if I can pull up a, a, a DVD, if I can pull up a, 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 a video snippet, uh, pull up a picture to help me remind me about certain events and certain times, whatever, I can only imagine that we will have the ability, or some will have the ability to actually go back and actually see what happened. What was it like when, when the Most High um, appeared to, uh, over the Israelites uh, at Mount Sinai? How loud was it? How, how, how the, the, the thunders, the lightnings, uh, what was it like to actually hear the words of the Most High? The reaction of the people, how we ran that 17 miles, to be able to go and actually see these things. You know, to really go and check these things out, uh, to go back and, 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 and watch uh, Jacob wrestle with the angel, to actually go and see that, that they wrestled all night long. I can watch a, 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 a YouTube short or, or a, a DVD short or what have you, um, uh, 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 or, or a, a clip of, of you know, a, a, Muhammad, a, a Muhammad Ali fight, uh, a Mike Tyson fight, and, and, and get caught up in that. And those fights lasted, what, 30 minutes? 45 minutes or what have you, what was it like for Jacob to actually wrestle this angel all night long? What was that about, to actually go and look and see that, you know, and, 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 and really get into that? I'm, I'm, I'm praying that that will be one of the, 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 the treasures of the treats so or one of the things that, that we'll be able to experience, to actually go back and now not just read about what we, read, what we can read about, but actually mean actually able to go back and actually see these events, actually see these things. Go, see, go watch Christ walk on the water and watch Peter walk out to him. Watch him feed the, the, the 5,000 with the five loaves of bread um, and the three fish or the two fish to go and see these things, to actually experience, to see the crucifixion. What was Christ going, to see Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane where he was sweating blood and, and fighting his flesh and fighting and not wanting to go through what he had to go through. To go and see these things. To go and experience these things. To, to go and, 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 and relive these things. I do, I, I, do, I, 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 I do pray that that's one of the abilities. If, if that for myself, even that's something I, I would like to, to experience, the 104 of 1,000. Those are some things that they will have uh, access to. This is like the, you get the Library of Congress. Uh, where they got records uh, stored to, to, to track historical events, to track historical things or what have you, that if there's a hall of records um, that's been kept throughout time from the, the great hall of, of, of Alexandria, uh, the great halls of, of, of wherever, to like the Library of Congress or whatever, that there's things left for us to, uh, to, to remember and to mark things that happened in history, events that took place, that now as a greater glory to the Most High, that now we have the ability to go back in time and see it happen like it happened in time? Man. You know, just, just throw it out there. Just throw it out there. Among other things I'd I, I, I like to check out, that, that's, that's one of the things I really would like, like, like to experience. All right, brother, where are we at with the end of Josephus? And we are in uh, the eighth chapter, the uh, the eighth chapter, and the second 
verse or paragraph. I'm sorry. Paragraph. Uh, third, right? The third, right? Well, actually, yes, sir. It's the third. I'm sorry. The third paragraph. Um, I stopped at and such suspicion. Right, right, right. Okay. So I'll, I'll go up just a little bit. Um, it says, who showed so great an admiration of the beauty and tallness of the young man that had appeared to her that her husband was astonished and out of himself for jealousy and such fissions are excited by the passion, that passion. But she was desirous of having her husband's unreasonable sorrow taken away. According, accordingly, she entreated God to send the angel again that he might be seen by her husband. So the angel came again by the favor of God while they were in the suburbs and appeared to her when she was alone without her husband. She desired the angel to stay so long till she might bring her husband, and that request being granted, she goes to call Manoah. When he saw the angel, he was not yet free from suspicion, and he desired him to inform him of all that he had told his wife. But when he said it was sufficient that she alone knew what he had said, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, did the angel tell him none yet? I mean, That, that now Manoah's gonna get so pissed off that you're gonna run up on an angel? <laughs> you better step off before you get bum rushed. <laughs> but check this out, keep reading now, keep reading, keep reading. And he desired him to inform him of all that he had told his wife. But when he said it was sufficient that she alone knew, knew what he had said, he then requested of him to tell him who he was, that when the child was born, they might return him thanks and give him a present. So I can imagine how that Manoah was, was being very sarcastic here. He was being very sarcastic. Yeah. Well, at least let me know your name so, you know, when the baby's born, I can give you a present. <laughs> I, I want to know where you at so that, that I, I can see if this baby looks like me or it looks like you. Is this really my baby or is this your baby? Whose baby is this? <laughs> Let's keep reading. God. 
he replied he replied that he did not want any present for that he did not bring them the good news of birth of a son out of the want of anything and when Manoah had entreated him to stay and partake of his hospitality he did not give his consent however he was persuaded at the earnest request of Manoah to stay so long as while he brought him one mark of his hospitality so he slew a kid of the goat and bid his wife boil it when all was ready the angel enjoined him to set the loaves and the flesh but without the vessels upon the rock which when they had done he touched the flesh with the rod which he had in his hand which upon the breaking out of a flame was consumed together with the loaves, and the angel ascended openly in their sight up to heaven by means of the smoke as by a vehicle do you know what this is saying right here con <laughs> man just to 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 uh, um experience that you know chariot just moved up in the this, this angel was beamed up by a chariot right this angel was beamed up by a chariot what kind of look do you think that i was on manoah's face knowing that he was having thoughts of wanting to whoop this nigga's ass being jealous and really thinking about how he gonna 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 get this get this guy get this dude and then all of a sudden this 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 angel is actually beamed up in a chariot for those who might be new to the show a chariot is a so-called ufo a chariot is what the world today calls an unidentified flying object that's what the world today calls it when we look through the bible uh the the they're called chariots they call the uh um uh chariot chariots of fire um clouds um uh, uh pillars um stars uh, stars they, they they call it different things in, in in the scriptures but this is what actually took place that that yes when we go through that class when again another class we need to get to or you go and search the archives for the classes that yes ufos so-called ufos are in the bible yes so-called ufos are definitely in the bible and they're used as as transportation by god that yes the the heavenly father can use teleportation if he chooses to but yes he also has vehicles the angels also use vehicles again called chariots called ufos that the, that the world today calls ufos so here this angel goes up is 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 beamed up by a ufo in the sight of manoah and his wife this is why well see, let's keep reading what are your thoughts about it Gabar? what are your thoughts about this um it's a it's a, be- a, a beautiful image to, to say the least and you know it 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 it, it confirms a lot of things for you know especially if our <laughs> Our listeners are are um, new, new to the new to the truth. Um, <clears throat> not 
not aware of, you know, because they the 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 identity of the chariots or the or the you know the UFOs that that the unidentified, you know, it's just been identified that these are the chariots of of, of the angels. You know, it, it's it's a it's a great confirmation that really destroys any um, any uh, doubt that the, that the UFOs are are uh, the angels uh, of of the Lord. True, true, true. Like I said, uh, we've we've got a lot of classes co- that have covered this topic. Uh, whether again on blogtalkradio.com uh, under the, under the uh, ISBHBK um, um, episodes, or go, go onto YouTube, type in ISBH, ISBHPK um, uh, UFOs, and we've done many classes. Many Hebrew Israelite uh, groups have done classes about the the so-called UFOs that they are proven biblically to be the chariots of God, to be the um, uh, the angel of, of the Lord, uh, if, if you need any further proof. And, yeah, eventually we'll get back to going uh, to proving these things again also. But continuing on now with this, this, this savior of the Israelites from the Philistines called Samson. Let's keep reading. Uh, now Manoah was afraid that some danger would come to them from the sight of God. But his wife bid him be of good courage or that God appeared to them for their benefit. So, he, again, I can only imagine what kind of thoughts Manoah was having. Manoah was having before uh, <laughs> before this chariot appeared. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mess up. <laughs> Wait, I'm cursing. You, you know, he, he probably hear a voice in his head talking about, no, you know you didn't. <laughs> you, you know you messed up, right? He says, for jealousy is the rage of a man. What kind of rage was going through Manoah's head by when he was going to jump this dude? Then his chariot appears, and now he realizes that he, he, that he has threatened the angel of God, and the Most High was, was dealing with this thing the whole time, knowing his thoughts, knowing what he was thinking, and that Man, the most of us are going to kill me. But his wife's got to remind him, if, he, if the most of us really wanted to kill us, then why he give us this good news? That's why I love about reading the, the Josephus along with the Bible. <laughs> you get some of those, those, those how do you say it, behind the scenes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, get some, you get some of those details that you don't just quite get just from reading the scripture of, of how and why uh, things are going on, things were said, or things happened the way they happened. That's what they, I, I do like when we put all this history together. I, I'm that kind of guy also that like, likes uh, the prequels to movies to see how things fit in, how, like, 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 like uh, how it was set up and how it got to this point. And then going back and, and seeing and, and seeing put together, I'm, I'm a fan of stuff like that. So. This is why, again, I, I really do like reading from the Josephus. For those who are reading along with us in the Josephus, yeah, the Josephus' words are small. I ain't gonna lie. The, the words of the Josephus, they, they seem tight. That font is small. But the impact and the history that's in there, 
man, uh, you know, it, it's a treasure. It's a treasure. All right, let's read. Let's read uh, uh, we're still in Antiquities of the Jews. We're in, let me see, we're in Book 5, Chapter 8. Uh, chapter 8. Um, and we're going to read Paragraph 4. We're also going to go ahead and read Paragraph 4. Con. <clears throat> so, the woman proved with child and was careful to observe the injunctions that were given her. And they called the child when he was born Samson, which name signifies one that is strong. So the child grew apace, and it appeared evidently that he would be a prophet, both by the moderation of his diet and the permission of his hair to grow. Right, and then with the, the, the law of Nazareth, uh, I was going to go ahead and really break into that and get into that, but that's going to get us away from just dealing with the topic about how the Lord sent another Savior, uh, another deliverer, and a disdeliverer, uh, saving the Israelites now from the captivity, from the, from, the cap- from the bondage, from the oppression of the Philistines, that this Savior's name happened to be Samson. All right? From now, let's go back to Judges now. Let's go back to Judges. And what verse do you believe of that? Um. We left off um, in 24, 24. Uh, but we, I can start at the, at the top of 23 again. Um, Judges 13 and Judges chapter 13 and verse 23, it says, But his wife said unto him, If the Lord were pleased to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a meat offering at our hands. Neither would he have showed us all these things, nor would as at this time have told us such things as these. 24. And the woman bare a son and called his name Samson, and the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. 25. And the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zerah and Eshtol. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, I just want to see something real quick. We know the word Samson uh, goes back to the Hebrew word Shamshuan, and a lot of y'all might be familiar with the brother Shamshuan uh, here at the, uh, the, the Sword of Truth uh, camp in, in, in San Antonio. Uh, and the word Shamshuan actually means sunshine, right? It actually means sunshine. Uh, what I'm seeing if I can get, I want to see if I can get what, what Manoah means. I'm just, it just, that curiosity just hit me. So, from the Strong's Concordance, Manoah. It's actually Manach, right? It's actually Manach, and it means to rest. Right, it, it, uh, it's it's another, it's another uh, word that means to rest. We know the word Sabbath means to rest. True enough. But here's another word that means to rest. Interesting. Interesting. All right, cool. Uh, let's move on. Um, let's go to uh, Judges chapter fourteen, start of verse one. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Judges chapter fourteen, uh, beginning at verse one. And it reads, And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. 
And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore did her for me. Father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren or among all my people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistine? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, <clears throat> for she pleaseth me well. But his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath. And, behold, a young lion roared against him. The Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or his mother what he had done. And he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. And after a time, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hands and went on eating and came to his father and mother, and he gave them, and they did eat. But he told not them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. So his father went down unto the woman, and Samson made made there a feast, or so used the young men to do. And it came to pass, when they saw him, that they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Samson said unto them, I will now put forth a riddle unto you. If ye can certainly declare it me within the seven days of the feast, and find it out, then I will give you thirty sheets and thirty chains of garments. But if ye cannot declare it, me, then shall you give me thirty sheets and thirty change of garments. And they said unto him, Put forth thy riddle, that we may hear it. And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days expound the riddle. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they said unto Samson's wife, Entice thy husband, that he may declare unto us the riddle, lest we burn thee and thy father's house with fire. Have ye called us to take that we have? Is it not so? And Samson's wife wept before him and said, Thou dost but hate me and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth a riddle unto the children of my people and hast not told it me. And he said unto her, Behold, I have not told it my father nor my mother, and shall I and shall I tell it thee? And she wept before him for seven days while their feast lasted, and it came to pass on the seventh day that he told her, because she lay sore upon him, and she told the riddle to the children of her people, and the men of the city said unto him on the seventh day, before the sun went down, what 
what is sweeter than honey? And what is stronger than a lion? He said unto them, If ye had not plowed with my heifer, ye had not found out my riddle. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he went down to Ashkelon and slew thirty men of them and took their spoils and gave chains of garments unto them which founded the riddle. And his anger was kindled. And he went up to his father's house. But Samson's wife was given to his companion, whom he had used as his friend. I, I do want to, uh, we have like a, a minute left before the two hours is up. But I do want to keep reading. Right? Uh, uh, I do want to get this part of the reading done. Uh, <clears throat> so if we can go to Antiquities of the Jews, Book 5, Chapter 8. All right, if we go to Antiquities of the Jews, Book 5, Chapter 8, the, we're, we're coming to the end of the two hours uh, for, for the show. Um, but I, hope, I, I do want to continue. I want to get past this reading in the Josephus, and then, and then the uh, class will end. So we're going to Antiquities of the Jews, Book 5, Chapter 8. We're going to pick up the Paragraph 5. Right, we're going to read kind of quickly. Antiquities of the Jews, Book 5, Chapter 8, and we're at Paragraph number 5. Uh, let's, let's read. Fine. Now, when he once came with his parents to Timnath, a city of the Philistines, when there was a great festival, he fell in love with a maid of that country, and he desired of his parents that they would procure him the damsel for his wife. So this, this, would... this, 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 this is how he even saw the, woman, the girl in the first place. They had already traveled to the, the city of Timnath, um, uh, a city of the Philistines, and this is where he first saw this woman. All right, so it, it wasn't like he was just just up in his room somewhere, had this dream with his vision. They they were doing commerce back and forth, and there was a festival on of, of the Philistines. And this is when Samson first seen her, and was like, "Oh, yeah, I want her." And they asked, obviously they they went back to the suburbs, and we're picking up from there again. Just some of those little details that they get that we get to fill in. Let's keep reading. Fine, but they refused so to do because she was not of the stock of Israel, yet because this marriage was of God, who intended to convert it to the benefit of the Hebrews, he overpersuaded them to procure her to be a spouse to him. And as he was continually coming to her parents, he met a lion, and though he was naked, he received his onset and strangled him with his hand. So and we're saying that, that Samson, Samson kept going back and forth. It wasn't just a one-time thing. He kept going, going back and visiting her and talking to her parents. And it was on one of these trips that this is when he killed the lion. Go ahead. And strangled him with his hands and cast the wild beast into a woody piece of ground on the inside of the road. Paragraph 6. About in 1158, and when he was going... Another time to the damsel, he light upon a swarm of bees, making their combs in the breast of, the, of that lion. And taking three honeycombs away, he gave them together with the rest of his presents to the damsel. Now the people of Timnah, out of a dread of the young man's strength, gave him during the time of the wedding feast, for he then feasted them all. 30 of the most stout of their youth in pretense to be his companion, but in reality to be a guard upon him, that he might not attempt to give them 
any disturbance. So, so I, I, I love these details. They got 30 of the biggest hammites they could find. To, that just in case <laughs> this nigga, this nigga get loose, right? <laughs> 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 reading on, reading on. Con. Now, as they were drinking merrily and playing, Samson said, as was usual at such times, "Come, if I propose you a riddle, and you can expound it in these seven days' time." I will give you everyone a linen shirt and a garment as the reward of your wisdom. So they being very ambitious to obtain the glory of wisdom together with the gain, desired him to propose his riddle. He said that a great devourer would do sweet food out of itself, though itself were very disagreeable. And when they were not able in the three in three days' time to find out what the meaning, to find out the meaning of the riddle, they desired the damsel to discover it by the means of her husband and tell it them, and they threatened to burn her if she did not tell it them. <clears throat> so when the damsel entreated Samson to tell it her, he at first refused to do it, but when she lay hard at him and fell into tears and made his refusal to tell it a sign of his unkindness to her, he informed her of his slaughter of a lion and how he found bees in his breast and carried away three honeycombs and brought them to her. Thus, he, suspecting nothing of deceit, informed her of all, and she revealed it to those that desired to know it. Then on the seventh day, whereon they were to expound the riddle proposed to them, they met together before sunsetting and said, nothing is more disagreeable than a lion to those that light on it, and nothing is sweeter than honey to those that make use of it. To which Samson made this rejoinder, nothing is more deceitful than a woman, for such was the person that discovered my interpretation to you. Accordingly, he gave them the presents he had promised them, making such Ascalonites as met him upon the road his prey, who were themselves Philistines also. But he divorced this his wife, and the girl despised his anger and was married to his companion, who made the former match between them. Damn. <laughs> At this, injurious, at this injurious treatment, Samson was so provoked that he resolved to punish all the Philistines as well as her. So it being then summertime and the fruits of the land being almost ripe enough for reaping, he caught 300 foxes and joining lighted torches to their tails, he sent them into the fields of the Philistines by which means the fruits of the fields perished. Now, when the Philistines knew that this was Samson's doing and knew also for what cause he did it, they sent their rulers to Timnah and burnt his former wife and her relations as who had been the occasion of their misfortune. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, we, actually, we didn't read this part. 
about in judges about the foxes or whatever we did read it here um in the josephus again time time has expired so i just wanted to get that there is going to be a part two most likely on monday yeah there's going to be a part two most likely on uh, on monday we're going to finish up, uh, with, with samson samson and dealing with the the saviors the deliverers the 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 judges of the israelites and the Israelites being delivered from a 40-year captivity, a 40-year slavery that we had to serve under the Philistines, right? Um, and that Samson was one of the saviors um, that has saved the Israelites because of our sins, and because of our because of our breaking of God's law, that we were in captivity, right? That we again were put into captivity, and it became necessary. For us to be saved, it became necessary for a deliverer or a savior to be sent after we repented. After we repent, we as a nation repented, confessed our, 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 our what we did wrong against the Father. Um, then the Father sent a savior, and we read about this one, whose name happens to be Samson. All right. So with that, brothers and sisters, I want to thank everybody who did get a chance to tune in. Um, please uh, tune in tomorrow night, tomorrow evening, uh, for Friday night Friday night uh, breakdowns. Uh, with Bonabad, I need, I need to check with him and make sure he's still going to have it. Um, but it's scheduled for tomorrow night, uh, uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with Bonabad. Uh, uh, please call in, check it out. Uh, that'll be area code 646-668-2568 if you want to call in and listen, listen live. Or just go to the uh, blogstalkradio.com um, uh, link that I'll be sending out. Uh, you, uh, uh, catch up with it that way. If you missed any part of this show that we just did, remember, you can catch it at, on www.blogtalkradio.com. Um, or if you have uh, 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 iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, it will be there. It's also under Google Podcasts. It's, under I, it's also under iHeartRadio Podcasts and also um, another streaming platform called Podcast Addict. Um, just go to, to any of those platforms and type in ISBHPK um, Bible Talk, and uh, it, it, our podcast will come up. And hit the follow link. Right? Hit the follow link. And when, as, a, as our new podcast uh, come up, it will be there, and you can be notified uh, that, that a new show has, has been, has been um, uh, uploaded. Uh, with that, uh, I do want to thank you for tuning in. Brother Brother. I'm sorry, Brother Gabarkawa, you got anything? Um, uh, you you pretty much covered it covered it all. I I enjoyed uh, um, getting getting the reading done and uh, also the 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 information. Um, believe it or not, some there 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 was a lot of a, a lot of this that um I read uh, that I hadn't either I don't remember reading it or um, I, I, I hadn't seen it before. So I want to thank the, the, the Heavenly Father in Christ for, for, for bestowing, you know, me another, another uh, I guess, notch of, of, of information in, in my uh, journey in rebuilding my relationship with the, with the Heavenly Father in Christ also. And uh, also, being able to 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 do this work along uh, beside you, yeah. having having that having that opportunity 
that that blessing of the heavenly Father uh, is 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 wonderful and uh, great to 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 actually start the day with. <laughs> On that no doubt. Day. And uh, that, that that that's it. You pretty much <clears throat> touched on touched on everything. That uh, cool. All right, with, with that, uh, brothers and sisters, um, uh, again, thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in. Hope, hopefully it was informative, uh, informational, and, and helped you uh, in, in establishing some understanding of, of another step in, in understanding right now biblical salvation, what actually is biblical salvation, um, uh, and, and other, the other topics and things that, that, that we uh, continue with. If you have any questions about this class that, that we went over, Please text me. Please text me. Air code 210-784-8463. Please text me. Air code 210-784-8463. I'll be uh, answer, uh, more than happy to answer your question, but text me first. All right? So with that, um, my name is Mashaba. Uh, my name is Gabor Kawa. And for ISBHBK Bible Talk, we would like to say shalom. Israel.